Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Broken bottles and then broken slate. Broken switches and then broken gates. Broken hearts, the streets are filling up with all those broken hearts. Broken words never meant to be spoken. Everything is broken. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the second half of Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter.com slash Joy Keys, and you can become a fan on Facebook. Just look up Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. And now I am on Instagram. Yes, lots of cool pictures. Check me out, Saturdays with Joy Keys. And if you tag me in a photo, you might win a prize. You guys know I give away movie tickets and dinners and books and CDs. Today I'll be giving away a copy of Betty LeVette's latest album, Thoughtful and Thankful. So you definitely want to check that out, follow, tweet, you know, all that, and you might be a winner. Um, She also has a book that I'll be giving away. So you definitely, again, want to follow or tag me, and you could be a winner. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. Close to a million downloads of the podcast. Wow, I'm just so blessed that you guys were interested in listening to me and the wonderful guests that I've had on. Well, today is another wonderful guest that um, I just, wow, I can't even believe she said yes to come on the show, Um, but you might know her from Detroit. You might know her from a TV show. You might have heard her in a commercial. You might have heard her on somebody else's album, or you might have heard her at the Kennedy Center. Amazing performances. She's been nominated for Grammy Awards. She's sung with so many people all over the globe and toured all over the globe. And today she's with me talking about her latest album, Thankful and Thoughtful, and also her memoir, A Woman Like Me. Good morning, Betty LeVette. Good morning, Betty. Betty, can you hear me? I'm sorry. Hello? I can hear you. Oh, okay. Now I can hear you. All right. We, we kind of lost okay, it. Okay. Good morning, Joy. <laughs> good morning. Thank you so much. Well, for I mean, were we lost in. and like... Were we lost? Yeah, for some reason I couldn't hear you. Yeah, somewhere in cyberspace. (laughs) You know technology is not perfect. (laughs) So, wow, you are here with me today. You made it. I mean, Indeed. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you again for coming on. And I just want to mention to the audience that was uh, Everything is Broken from your latest album, Thankful and Thoughtful, that I just played. Everything is not broken. You are not broken. You are strong. <laughs> you have put yourself back together with some serious I was about to, I was about to say, everything's been put back together. <laughs> 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 no, 
no, they're they're finally wow. giving me a little bit of a little bit of due. <laughs> a little bit of due. Well, a let's little start bit at the beginning. Let's let's start at the beginning. You you've been around since the sixties. Um, and mm-hmm. you've um, had many challenges. Uh, one of your first songs was My Man, He's a Loving Man, um, and that uh, you thought was, was going to be it. Um, but you came from a musical family. Um, talk to me about your mom um, and, and the no, music that no, you grew up with. No, 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 no. It, really uh, it really wasn't a musical family. I'm the only person in my family on either side who's, who's ever oh, done anything like this. Oh, I thought it was like your this. mom was singing. No, okay. No, my mother. No, my mother can sing, did sing, but oh, she can she didn't, sing. You know, oh, okay. No, no, right, but no, that would be where clear, I know. <laughs> that would be where the inclination to sing came from. She sung to me all of the time. Oh, and okay. then I, 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 if, the if you know anything about the book, I think everybody knows now. I had a jukebox, and in our living room, uh, where other people had a couch and a chair, we had a jukebox. <laughs> <laughs> so I learned I learned songs very early. Yes, you were talking about in the book when you were like two, you know, singing, um, starting off so early, and you know, at, you know, at fourteen, you know, just you were you started very young in the business. Yes, my first record was released when I was sixteen, and you that any was. Fear? Uh, you weren't worried or anything. You weren't nervous when you started off. No, that's the thing we're trying to get kids to have, fear. <laughs> kids, kids have no fear. <laughs> Honestly, if that happened to me now, I would faint. <laughs> I mean, you were going into the bad neighborhoods. You were going talking to the pimps. You didn't care. You were like, I want to be in the limelight. No, I well, I always, I always I thought of myself as an adult. I don't think I consciously thought, hey, I'm an adult. But I'd always had the desire to be with the adults and do whatever they were doing. So it really didn't seem odd to me at all. I didn't feel like, hey, look at me, I'm doing this. I felt like that was what I should be doing and that I could do it because I wasn't like most children. I was more like an adult. <laughs> Isn't that what we all think? We're not like anybody else, and our parents don't know anything, um, you know, and we just go out and, and on our own, and then we fall on our face a little bit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It happens. Well, it doesn't make any difference. What you go out on your own to do, you can certainly fall on your face. See, Justin yes, Bieber's but, on his face right now. <laughs> oh, let's not even go there. I mean, wow. No, but I mean, that's, that's, that's what he's done right now. He's fallen on his yes. face right now. And the thing about show business is that you don't necessarily get a chance to get back up. Mm. Yes, this is true. This is true. But you've defied the odds. Um been talking about falling on your face, not to stay on the point too long, but you did leave Detroit and you went to New York City. And you basically mm-hmm. threw your contract up at, you know, Atlantic because they weren't doing anything for you. Talk to, talk to the audience, really, about your experience in New York and what you learned there. Well, I made my very first big mistake there, and that was when I left Atlantic Records. Uh, oddly enough, I just did a, a, a memorial service for, um, for uh, Jerry Wexler, who was the, the, the person that I tore the contract up and gave, gave it to, who told me that 
who gave me his own personal check. He told me, you're going to need this because I, you know, I, I was 16 years old. I had never been in a city that size. I had never been in show business. I had never anything. I had never anything any more than any other 16-year-old had done. So that was the very first big mistake that I made. And then unanchoring myself from the record company, that just left me uh, with my wherewithal in New York to just, you know, wander around. Probably had I been associated with the record company, I would have stayed, you know, with other artists more than just being in New York and uh, being in show business and, hey, my name is Betty LeVette and I sing, have me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was pretty much pretty much what I did. And certainly I led with... Hi, I'm Betty LeVette, and I sing because I thought that would be the thing that would get me in the door and make me more important to all these adults that I was trying to hang with. And certainly all adults uh, weren't uh, parental. Some of them took advantage of me. And many of them took advantage of me the first few years I was in New York. My grandson has just moved here from Detroit, and I was telling him how happy I am that he's so much smarter than I was. <laughs> well, I think probably because you know you learned from your lessons. You know his mom, your your daughter. You know the mm-hmm. future generations have it better than we do. My daughter has had more in her life than you know I had in my life, and you know there's things that she knows that I don't. But yet, and still, right. she's still an adolescent. You know, she's still right. has things to learn. Right. You know, only age can bring absolutely. you. There's certain things that just only age can bring you. You know, that's absolutely it. I I um. I wish that I had often the energy that I had when I was younger, but I have no desire to be young again whatsoever. I am so, so happy to be able to, the thing you get for giving up your youth is that you you know things almost instantly. You don't have to study them and figure them out. And that's how come I don't like the whole technological thing. That's something else to figure out. And I've already figured out everything I want to figure out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me play your um, My Man song. This is uh, from your, that was your first song, just for the audience to get a taste, okay? Okay. Betty, Betty, Betty. I am like, you've had a lot of men, okay? <laughs> you've had some fine men, some not-so-fine men, you know, men, some musical men, some not-so-musical men, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. and some women. <laughs> well, men have, about, uh, men, have always, men have always liked me. <laughs> yes, yes. You have some charm. You have some, some fairy dust you must sprinkle on them when they come into your presence. <laughs> no, I, I don't think that at all, Joy. <laughs> don't, no. you dare push it over, don't you dare push it over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, some men have really helped you and um, helped your career along and been mentors. And one of the things that in the book, you know, because I don't want to make it sound dirty, if you will, um, 
they all remained your friends, you know, yeah. um, they, for the most they, part. they really, really did. I really have had the business, I always say, has, has treated me unkindly. But the people who tried to help me have sincerely tried to help. I mean, because this isn't a thing... Uh, this is worse than like trying to get a junkie off drugs or something because if you take up somebody who's trying to make it in show business, you've got to spend your money. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is about more than just time. You've got to spend lots of money if you're trying to help an artist and, uh, and time. And so lots of people have tried to help. And it, um, there are seven or eight who have tried for a very long time, and they are still in my life. Many of them were just here Memorials Day. But those people, that's my core group. They've gone through everything with me, and they, they know everything. I've got this husband now that it only took me 50 years to find. <laughs> I found a husband, I found a husband, a manager, a, a booking agency, and a record company all in the 50th year, in the 55th year. <laughs> well, one of the people that really um, helped you was um, Jimmy. Um, in terms of he told you you needed training. And you yeah, were like and really he, a, a stubborn. You did not want to listen to him at first. Talk to the audience about that and, and your connection with well, him. Well, are you words. joking? I had a record in the charts. He didn't have a record in the charts. What does he mean? <laughs> I need training. <laughs> no, I really felt, I felt that he wanted me to be trained because he wanted me to sound more classical, more like, uh, Sarah Vaughn or more. I felt that he wanted to change that, and I felt that he didn't like that just because I was young and he was old. <laughs> he mm-hmm. was like, I think, I think he was 40. <laughs> but, yeah, and I felt that, that he, um, you know, just wanted to change me and make me sound old like his friends did. And I felt he didn't like me or any of my friends, the burgeoning people at Motown. I felt that he thought we weren't talented and he just, uh, he didn't feel that way at all. He just felt we were young and stupid, all of us. And he didn't feel any <laughs> different about me than he did Marvin Gaye or than he did The Temptations and any of the rest of them. He had known most of them since they were very, since they were my age, most everybody over there is older than me, from three to ten years older than me. And he, um, I'm the only one out of my group that I'm older than is Stevie Wonder. He's the youngest one in my batch of people. But uh, Jim just thought we were all, many of us were potentially talented, but he didn't feel that any of us were were deserving what was happening to us, all the success that was happening. <laughs> right, right. Well, one of the songs I wanted to play was Lush Life, because a lot of people know you, like soul, R&B, kind of country sound. But some people are not familiar that you also sing um, jazz. And one of the things that uh, I liked that Jimmy had mentioned in the book was, Singers, I'm, I'm not going to say it quote for quote, but singers singing like a horn, and the horn sing, so horn player trying to sound like the singer. Um, that mm-hmm. was something he had something had of that. I can't remember so, exactly how the quote went, but he, um, he, he, his job that he was working on. I was trying to be a star, and he was just trying to make me a good singer. He told me that mm-hmm. if I became a good singer, I could work the rest of my life as a singer. I may never become a star but singing would be my job like any other job and I um you know certainly did not think that was going to happen and it did but it was you know because it 
they never they wouldn't let me be a star. So I just did gigs. I learned to sing so many different kinds of songs because not being a star, when they call you, they call for a female singer. They don't call for Betty Lovett or for Joy. They call for a female singer. Then you say, what right. is the gig? And they say, well, it's at a circle, so it's in a church or whatever. Then you adjust <laughs> to the gig. So mm-hmm. adjusting to so many gigs made me learn so many songs, and Jim did that deliberately. You know, he he could have found me a little job in a little bar hollering over people. He found me jobs in places where you could barely hear uh, the, the the people uh, silver were touching their plates, and I was scared to death because I was so loud. But it forced <laughs> me to learn to sing soft, you know, yeah. because if he had told me sing softer, which he did, I was like, so he just put me in, he put me in an intimidating situation, and he knew I was going to want to look and act like everybody else there, so I was going to have to be softer. Right, right. Well, let me play Lush Life for the audience to hear, hear your softer side, okay? <laughs> Then you came along with your silent song To tempt me to madness I thought for a while That your poignant smile Was tempted with sadness Of a great love for me Oh yeah I was wrong Now, that's a beautiful song, and again, many people are not familiar with you singing jazz. Let's talk about another man in your life, um, your father. Uh, he was a really big influence, um, and, and you talk about how you think all the men after him were really him. Incarnate, are you searching for him? Uh, oh, I'm sure. I mean, he, he, I don't know anyone who loved me more. And he always thought of me as a star and treated me as a star. Even he, when I was really little, he taught me how to take a bow. I don't know what it was I was bowing from, but he always envisioned me, I guess, in front of an audience. Why, why else would you teach a small baby to bow? <laughs> mm-hmm. But he taught me how to bow and how to curtsy. And um, he told me he was going to take me to see... Uh, the Queen of France. I don't know why it was always the Queen of France and not the Queen of England, but <laughs> he was always going to take me to see the Queen of France. Well, you know, he was he was tipsy most of the time, so he was probably right, living right. on another plane with me anyway. <laughs> so, but he oh uh, was just um, he just treated me completely special, and I just absolutely adore adore him. My sister and I had different fathers, but I didn't know that until I was almost grown. I, I thought, I mean, he treated her just like he treated me, except he, she was 13 years older than me, you know, so he treated her like a teenager. But, um, right. you know, just in terms of the love, I always thought that he loved her more than he did me at one point because she was closer to his color than I was. 
Mm, and then mm, uh, so exactly. when I got older, I, I was I was outdone to find out that that wasn't even her father. And he, you know, she said that he was the best stepfather that anyone could ever have. Mm, that's wonderful. Let's mm-hmm. talk about women. We talked about a man, okay? Let's talk about some of the women in the book. But one of the ones that really touched me was Mary Early. Oh my God, I I, <laughs> I wanted to meet her. I wanted to meet. I, I was know. Like, oh my God. <laughs> the way you wrote about her. Can you tell the audience? Whenever about I Mary talked Early? about her, whenever I talked about her, whoever I was talking to wanted to, wanted to meet her, and um, it was um, it, it was just phenomenal how. I think that in, it, it was as much physical as it was her personality, and she just had, you talk about a come-hither allure. I mean, men just, just fell over her. Men and women fell over her. She, and the adults as well as young people, I mean, everybody's mother liked her. <laughs> she was just, <laughs> just a, a, phenomenal, a phenomenal woman. She really, really was. And I, I used to tease her all the time. I told her, I am so glad that you cannot dance or sing. I just yes, there would yes. be no there would be no room for me in the entire world. <laughs> but honestly, well, um, if she could have danced or sung, she I just don't even know. <laughs> no, she she probably would have taken. She definitely would have been a star because, like you said, <laughs> men and women were falling her feet. I didn't even see, yes. see a picture. I was just reading in the book, you know. And then I, when I found out she died, I was like, oh my god, no. That was like, a, I was like, no, okay, let me reread this. You're not saying that correctly. I was really, you had really uh, stuck me yeah, in with she's her story. Really, you know? really, she was, and just, you just expect, um, she and, and, and Frida Payne are the prettiest women I have ever met in my life who mm. just were just, could I cook you some breakfast? Can I get you this? They're just, I've right. never met two women that nice in my life. <laughs> Oh my God! And maybe Claude, maybe Claudette Robinson, Smokey Robinson's wife. Those are the three nicest, prettiest women I've ever met in my life. Hmm. Well, you are not too shabby yourself, Miss Betty Labette. <laughs> Don't be so humble. <laughs> let me let me play the song Joy. Uh, you know I have to play this. Uh, the audience. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Back, no right to take my joy. I want it back. They took my joy. I want it back. They took my joy. I want it back. to get albums. I mean, people put money toward you. They made the recordings. Do you at this oh, day... Oh, so many time, different things happen. Well, this yes, was I mean, one of the components. One of the components in me getting a book deal was the fact that 
it, it was never in my career, it was never a thing where, like, they stole all my money and ran all away, or I got strung on drugs and couldn't do the recording, or it was never any normal things. It was like first my manager got shot, then the record company owner got kidnapped, then something, I mean, it was strange, then the record company folded, and then something else happened. But it was just strange things all the time that happened every time I signed with Columbia, which was something that most artists still aspire to do. But I um, signed with Columbia, and they just abolished the entire black music division. <laughs> it had nothing to do with me. It was just, that was just what happened, and I was in the black music division, so... You know, there but you that kind of thing happens so many times. Uh, this record company that I was just with, Anti, when the record company president came into the dressing room and uh, Andrew Calkin and, and said, uh, we'd like to do a record with you. This is uh, 10 years ago. I said, me? And he said, yeah. I said, have you read my record report? <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever sell any records. <laughs> He said, well, I think we can sell some. So, you know, that's when I got my Grammy nominations. And, and uh, you know, and this was just a, a young man my daughter's age standing there with no socks on and a dirty T-shirt telling me he wants to record me. I said, well, I've, I've, I need a record so bad I hadn't had a record in maybe 10 years. And I said, and then they send me this person. But uh, he, he really has been just a, a musical guru for me. I'm... I'm uh, no longer with Anti. I have a new, I have a new record contract, a new booking agency. Alicia Keys and John Wells have just bought the rights to my book for a movie, and that's oh, why. Oh, awesome! <laughs> awesome! Yay! See, you found your voice. You definitely found your voice. You know, but I do want to mention, Anthony, you did do three albums with them. Um, you know, and mm-hmm. and so. I think in the book you talk about how four. you kind of gained your trust four. back of the industry. Four. I'm, you did four. That's right. You did four. Um, but you gained no, your trust I'm, back. Uh, no. No, 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 no. I don't trust this business at all. I, you know, it's, it's, it's sugar turns to shit so fast in this business. This, everything I just, <laughs> that's one of your really, everything I just, everything I just told you could be over Monday. So no yeah. no no I don't trust them no, I don't trust, don't them, trust them at all okay. <laughs> no. no yeah yeah I I I hear you I hear you but I mean I hope that it's on an upswing and I'm so happy to hear that your book is going to be turned into a movie I really want well, to encourage everybody well we hope so you know we, um, yeah my uh, my uh, co-writer David Ritz he also did the Ray Charles uh, book and it was like five or six years after that before. Uh, anything happened. Sometimes it's 10 years. I mean, so book uh, movies are a little different than, than putting a record out. I mean, it takes so much money. And it just, you know, right now, as I said, they've, they've uh, licensed it. And that's for them to gather money to make... Uh, very, most people don't have enough of their own money to make a movie, or they don't care to. <laughs> but um, they try to give money to will, somebody else, right. They will... Uh, license it and and uh, they're doing it by the year in fact this is the second year that they've licensed it and they uh, the screenplay writer has given me half of the script so we are moving along on it and you know with I hey I'm with them I'm with them as long as I'm with them and but I know I can, don't be with them and 
but I'm right. with them as long as I'm with them. <laughs> oh, well, one of the uh, things, you also sung on a TV show, um, one of the shows I, I used to like, they took it off the air, but it was Low Winter Sun, and um, yes. you had a song on there, um, Hustling. Um, do you mind talking about yes, how you the, connected uh, with them? Did somebody um, call you? How did the, you connect um, with the show? The, the producer, oh, my God, his name, will not, and my husband's not standing here, and his name is not coming to me this minute. That's okay, that's the producer. <laughs> but anyway, he had gone, he knew I was from Detroit, and he fell in love with the city of Detroit, and in researching Detroit, my name came up a lot. And so he was telling his crew when they got the whole thing together that he was the producer of Low Winter Sun. <laughs> but anyway, when they were um, putting it together, he said, if all things were right with the world, Betty LeVette would be somewhere in a nightclub in this, in this uh, series singing. And so somebody mm-hmm. said, well, why don't you call her? And so he That's called, right. and he said, we really, he said, we want you to sing this theme song about this show, about Detroit. And so the music director and I got together, and, and uh, the, the producer of the show, the music director, and I wrote the song. And... Um, it, uh, I, I was hoping, you know, here again, you never know how this message right. is going to work. You know, the, um, the, the screenplay writer who is doing the, uh, the screenplay for, um, hopefully for, for my movie, his, uh, one of the things, he works on CSI, and then one of the other things he's working on is Ray Donovan, which has just broken out. And yeah. he's working on that, which means that's slowing my thing down because he can't get to me. Whereas the other mm-hmm. thing that I was already on is now defunct. <laughs> well, you know, so it's well, the business. It, you know, but they've they've given me more than one tentacle now. I'm, you know, I've got my feet in several little things that I can hold on to, and that's never happened to me before. Well, that's good. I mean, you got to be multifaceted. Um, you definitely sing all different genres, and now you're in different areas of entertainment. Um, also, you were. Did, did you learn how to tap? I remember reading in the book um, about the, the show. So you, you have some skills under your belt there. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I, don't think, I don't think I'll be tap dancing again, but it's very, good to know that, it's very good to know that I'm the only one of my contemporaries who can. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I could talk to you all day and all night. Unfortunately, we have run out of time, but... I just want to say thank you again for coming on the show today, Miss Betty Levette, and talking about Baby, memoir, thank a you. woman like me. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun, Joy, and I just hope all the best for your continued success on the show. I'm going to tell everybody about it that I talked to. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you, thank you. You have a wonderful Saturday. Also, I want to give a shout out to your husband for you know giving Kevin? me all the information and connecting me, oh, Kevin. Kevin. Yes. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin gives me all my information, too. He knows more about me at this point than I do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you guys have a great Saturday, and I hope to see you live one day uh, singing thank you. Uh, in the future. Okay, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you, and say hello to your mom for me. Okay, I will. <laughs> okay, Bye. baby. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I just got off the phone with singer extraordinaire Betty Lavette. You definitely want to check her out. I'll be giving away a copy of her memoir, A Woman Like Me, and also an iTunes download of her album, Thoughtful and Thankful. So you want to follow me on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook or check me out on Instagram and tag me and you could be a winner. 
You guys have a wonderful weekend, and I'm going to leave you with It Don't Come Easy from her album Interpretations, the British Rock Songbook. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.